0: Hello out there in podcast land. Welcome back to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Self-control is what we're researching. And today we are in Corinthians again, the first book of Corinthians, the sixth chapter and the twelfth verse. First Corinthians, the sixth chapter and the twelfth verse. The New American Standard Bible reads, All things are permitted for me, but not all things are benefit. All things are permitted for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. The Living Bible reads, I can do anything I want to if Christ has not said no, but some of these things aren't good for me. Even if I'm allowed to do them, I'll refuse to if I think they may get such a grip on me that I can't easily stop what I want. The Message Just because something is technically legal doesn't mean that it isn't spiritually appropriate. If I went around doing whatever I thought I could get by with, I'd be a slave to my whims. This verse, to me, highlights the ongoing tension that was in the church of Corinth with the people who were trying to see what they could get away with you know those people who always push the envelopes the rules say one thing and they're trying to get around them you know what is legal versus what is spiritual trying to get people you know caught in a loophole so to speak I can almost hear the arguments now and I think that's what the message so ap- aptly phrases you know If I could get away with anything I wanted to, I'd be a slave to my whims. There are a lot of things that we can do as Christians that aren't necessarily a sin, yet may still cause someone to question the authenticity of our faith. Now I can hear you asking, for example, so I'm going to give you some dancing. Now, I love, 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 love to dance and when I was a little girl high school college I thought I was a good dancer I was a good dancer you could put any kind of music on it it didn't matter what type what genre all of a sudden I'd find the beat and I'd start moving dancing isn't the issue but it's the way in which one could dance that could be now I, I danced appropriately so to speak I didn't dance provocatively I just danced But think about that. Even though I still love to dance now, would it be wise for me to go to a club? Mm. No. (laughs) Not as a teacher of the word of God. However, if I wanted to have a dance party here at my home, maybe with some of my friends of the same age and I can control the music, it's a controlled environment. That would be different. Another example, smoking. Some say that it is a sin. God doesn't specifically say smoking is a sin, but the Bible does talk about what we are to put in our bodies and how our bodies are a temple. So why would you indulge in something that literally is killing you? Once again, is it wise? And here's the big one, drinking. I remember when I first, um, I was raised traditionally Baptist, not Southern Baptist, just Baptist. And so, you know, in the Baptist community, they have a thing about drinking. They consider drinking as a sin. I'm not saying they're correct or not. All I know is when I first came on active duty, um, the chaplain met us as officers at officer's call, which is something that they used to have in the military. I don't know if they they do anymore, but it would be where the officers would take off from work early, probably on a Friday, maybe like three o'clock, maybe four, and we'd meet at the officer club, which is a bar, and we'd have drinks, and we'd kind of socialize, you know, that networking. Well, the chaplain was there, and he had a beer in his hand, and I remember thinking, what in the world? Now, granted, I had my little beer because I was trying to fit in, which is something we are not supposed to do as Christians, right? Right? Um, but I was just thinking, what is he here? What is he doing? And I'd see him at a number of functions. And I remember someone saying, he's Catholic. And I'm like, and that means, oh, Catholic priests, they drink. And then I thought, well, why is it okay for the Catholic priests to drink, but it's not okay for the Baptists to not drink? And so I just kind of went on a quest of learning. And I've read the Word of God, and he's not convicted me that drinking is bad. Being an alcoholic and a drunkard, yes, but not indulging as far as having your favorite beer or your glass of wine. But some people think so. So if you're in a position and you're in a crowd and and the Holy Spirit will convict you, then you don't drink. As simple as that. But in everything, we are to seek God for his guidance because he may convict you of something because he knows that somewhere down the line that will affect your walk whereas for me it doesn't and so he doesn't commit convict me of that but it may not necessarily be your responsibility to convict me of something that God has convicted you specifically for that's why we should always be in prayer today I want you to look and see if what you're doing is wise are you exercising self-control? Our previous, you know, episode talked about us being interconnected. Our ability to say no to things helps us run our race, right? Our saying no helps our fellow sisters and brothers also run their their race. Never forget that it isn't, it's not about, it's not always about you. Some days it is, and I'm learning every day that it can be about me if I surrender and get me off my mind and just follow God's plan. That when I learn to give to others and I'm, and I'm working according to what he's called me to do, he's most assuredly going to make sure that my needs are being met. So it's a win-win situation. <laughs> And that's the wonderful thing about our God, I think. He, makes, he can make you feel as if you are the only one in the world that he loves. And that his love is genuine. How he's able to do that and love us so individually, perfectly, while displaying that same love to all of us, right? That's one of his wonders, I believe. But I know you feel God's love. And I know you believe you are the apple of his eye. And the reality is you are. Each of us are. He's the only one who could do that. You know, caregiving can be an act of selfless service and self-control. Controlling the need to break free and just do what you want and just run the situation, you know, run from the situation. I mean, there are some days that I felt that. that you just, you just want to go away. I remember my mom, there would be some times she'd say, I just wish I was a bird and I could fly away. <laughs> I knew exactly what she meant. You just want to leave it all. Self-control and love keeps you there. Self-control in not allowing the emotional stress that you experience every day take you on a road of depression. Self-control in developing a portion of your day or devoting a portion of your day to God and then carving out some time just for you. That's self-control too, to do it consistently. Self-control to recognize that you need help and to allow others to help you. Let's not get caught up in, you know, what we can get away with, as the Message Bible says. That's the sign of an immature Christian. But you and I, we're mature Christians, understanding that we're a part of a grand plan and that what we do matters and has significant impact to the kingdom of God. And therefore, we learn to walk in self-control. Take inventory. See if you're trying to get away with something. If you've been the one who's trying to push the envelope or go, you know, kind of skirt around God's words thinking that "Mm, it doesn't quite mean that, maybe, you know. Just ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you because we're mature Christians and we walk in self-control. Let's pray. Merciful God, wonderful God, thank you for loving us. Thank you for Showering us with your love. Allowing that love to lift us up and encourage us to continue to run the race that you've set before us. Help us to not take our salvation, the grace that you've given us, help us to not take that for granted and and trying to push your word and stretch it to fit what we would have it do. But help us to be obedient, to what it says and what you place in our hearts. Help us to stand firm in our conviction of who we are in you. And then, Father, help us to be honest with ourselves if we are trying to skirt the issue in some ways. If there's some area in our life that isn't pleasing to you, that doesn't bring you glory, let us know. And then help us to operate in self-control to let it go. Help us to be mindful that even though we are interconnected, you still love us and you have given us a good life, that you will bless us. We need to be obedient and we need to walk in self-control. So I ask that you touch our hearts so that we can do so today. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. That's it for today. Go minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.